I have an idea. Let's record a shitty intro. Just strum it. <laughs> This is the Zach and Akash show. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Zach and Akash show. Today, we have a guest star for our Friday show. Everybody say hi to John. Hi, John. <laughs> so John and I go hi, way Mr. back. Hi, Mr. John. John and I Hello. go way back. Um, he's studying at URI. Uh, tell everyone what you're studying about, John. I am studying wildlife conservation biology so basically just love the animals you know tree huggers unite and your favorite animal or sea animal is the marine animal is cuttlefish yep yeah yep very cool which are basically underwater chameleons if you've never seen them before they're kind of sick they uh like stun their prey with their little tentacles they go they do some vibrating <laughs> shit it's pretty cool they taste <laughs> they're good soft too. They're soft on the outside, but on the inside, they've got, like, these crazy jaws that rip apart crabs and stuff. It's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. Have you ever eaten one? Have I ever eaten one? No, yeah. I don't really eat fish, but I don't I don't know if I'd eat the cuttlefish. They taste good. They're, uh, they're kind of they're kind of getting on the uh, on the threatened list. Oh, really? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I can't really probably, eat them, man. Stop the cephalopods, them. man, they need help. <laughs> Facts. Zach, you're frozen. I know. Yeah. Discord's fucking with my uh camera. It's like... Your eyes are all glazed over in the picture. <laughs> see if you really yeah. It's like Wait, Zach, uh, why don't you just wow, use you the usual that, overlay? Yeah, dude, you just fast forwarded. What usual overlay? The overlay we usually use for the stream. Because it blocks us. Can't you shrink it? Yeah, but then we'll be. Oh, whatever. Small. Doesn't matter. Okay. Today we'll figure that out later. It's cool. okay. We're gonna have to do. A, we're have to figure that out later. All right. Um. But so. Anyway, real quick, coffee bean of the day. Can't miss it. Oh, facts. Dude, I should have made a coffee. Can't miss that, you <laughs> boy. I've got water. Cheers, everyone. So. Yeah, let's see. We got a few people coming in now. Welcome, everyone. Good so, morning. Guest star. Mm. Guest star. What What do you want to talk about today? Well, I wasn't gonna. I'm gonna talk about science, real science. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't know what science is. You know, they kind of just look at a paper and go, "Oh, oh, so that's what I should be doing. That's what I should believe." You know, you don't really know. Um, I think relevant. the problem, you know, I think the problem with people is that they kind of just don't want to dig too far in terms of research. And I understand that people don't have a lot of time. And so, when you see something that looks, you know, reliable, you kind of just take it how it is. Oh, well, you know, this guy said this, so, and I, I sent you that, that link, um, if you want to try and share that at some point, I'll, I'll show you what I mean by you just wanna, like random correlations. You want me to hop into that right now? Yeah, go for it. All right. Oh, fuck. That is not. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. I, was gonna I, like, say. I like opened a different page. I was like, oh. Yeah, there's a lot of links in that discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been that could have been bad. Oh. Okay, so we're looking at. Do you can you see it, Akash? Um, I can't see it. Oh, John, do you want to send it over to him real quick? Who's and, Brian? Another... That's uh, that's Brian. He's by Hi, Brian. He's, you've played Minecraft oh. with Brian. Oh, that guy. Okay, okay, okay. Brian, yeah. yeah, I met John like a month ago when we all played Minecraft together. That's the only <laughs> place I met John. It's like a crossover. 
I'm sending this to Akash now. Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah, send it to me. I'll later. throw it in our chat and like our um Discord thing. Does that does that work? Sure. Which one? This one or the the one that we're in right now? I think. I guess I'll, okay. I'll describe it to the people on Spotify. But we're on tylervigan.com slash spurious correlations. Um, That's t y l e r v i g e n dot com slash spurious dash correlations. The heading text is red. It's red and black and white. And there's a bunch of graphs. Yeah. Well, it's basically just. <laughs> It's just a, a website, and you know, it's just to start off the conversation that we're going to have because, mm-hmm. you know, it goes to show that basically anything can be correlated if you if you look for the trends. So you see, the first one right here is U.S. spending on science, space, and technology correlates with suicides by hanging, <laughs> strangulation, and suffocation. You know, these things correlate, and number of people who drown by falling into a pool. Films Nicolas Cage appeared in. You know, sixty-six percent correlation, and you know that's why you can't really look at that and take that at face value because you know, when someone asks you, show me how to show me how you got to this conclusion that these two correlate, you know, what are the factors? What are the variables? Is it testable? And can you show me a tangible outcome to this? And, and no, you can't like, how can you test this? There's no way to test it. And so I think that um, I had a, I had a lecture from one of my professors that I thought was probably the most important lecture in my entire college career so far. And that was that his main topic was talking about science and how it's not a belief. Hmm. So you go around and hear people say, you know, Oh, I believe in climate change. I believe in global warming. I believe in evolution. Well, no, you don't believe in it. It's just a fact. They're facts. They've been tested over and over and over again, which is why, science is not a belief system you know it's it's because if i look i'm I'm an atheist i don't know how we feel about this but you know (laughs) if if we talk about you know if i asked a christian or someone who believes anything uh show me proof that your god is real show me proof you know i wouldn't get tangible proof from them and that's why that's a belief and that's okay you know believe what you want but when it comes to science when it comes to talking about oh i believe in global warming it's you can't you know you understand what i'm saying you can't yeah. say that it's you believe in it well the other day i saw some snow so how warm is <laughs> really getting yeah so that's why that's actually why they changed it to, to from global warming to climate change because oh really is that global yeah that's the reason because people said that all the time so originally you know people would be people would say oh global warming there's snow a senator or or someone going into a political meeting i don't know if i can't find the video but he brought in a snowball into the meeting and said global warming isn't real there's snow outside (laughs) jesus christ you know it's 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 stuff like that it's the reason we have to change the verbiage we use it's it's just ridiculous because um, you know climate change has reached a gold standard in the scientific community, which means it's basically irrefutable. <clears throat> so, makes sense. Makes sense. Very very interesting. Yeah. So, um, expanding, I guess, on the correlations here and the beliefs and not non-beliefs. <sighs> I've By the way, of, is, is yeah. there any percentage of correlation that we can trust? So if it's like a 
say like in 99%, you know, can that okay. still be fake? Is there still a way to, you know, take random things and correlate it? Yeah. That yeah. That's, count? that's what I was hoping to show with this website. Yeah. So it, it comes with peer review. You know, the scientific community is all about peer review, all about looking at each other's work. So mm. when you see, I don't know how much you guys read about, um, I don't know how much you guys have to read in school about, um, you know, peer reviewed stuff. Um, yeah, probably, probably not that much, yeah, I know you're computer science, but it's not, it's uh, more um, technological than reading. So I have a lot of readings and um, every, every discipline has its own journal. So me, I have the group of people that I work with most of the time is the Journal of Wildlife and Conservation. But we also refer to the Journal of Biology, Journal of, you know, Epidemiology, I don't know, whatever you want. And basically those journals are meant for scientists of those disciplines to come together and post, post their findings from their research, but have it reviewed over and over and over and over again before it can actually get posted to the public. And those are the ones that you can trust because those papers have been read by every expert or a lot of experts in that field. Wait, so which papers? How do you know it's peer reviewed? Wait, which papers are we supposed to trust? You say, what are they called? So there's ones there. So I use Google Scholar most of the time, okay. but um, if you look at peer reviewed material, uh, I think Google Scholar has a filter on it um, for peer reviewed stuff. Mm -hmm. And basically you can tell by just here, let me. Uh, there's the 95% correlation with per capita consumption of mozzarella cheese and civil <laughs> engineering doctorates awarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't really trust that at all. So uh, let, me, wow. let me see if I can find. Oh, wait, you know what? I have a paper right around here somewhere that I have that's, that's peer reviewed. Common sense for you know figuring these things out. Yeah, and even even the papers that are peer reviewed a lot on those on those sites on those peer reviewed journals are still criticized heavily. Um, people will write entire reviews on those journals and ask, "Should we really be following this data? Are they running out ahead of their data?" Even if the paper has gotten reviewed. So there's still people criticizing you even after your paper has been published and passed. So that's why like the scientific community is really amazing because everyone kind of just checks each other's work it's a checks and balances kind of deal unlike a belief system right sure yeah and i think that's really important in um what you should believe and what you shouldn't believe you know we have a lot of cures to covid19 like disinfectant <laughs> but <laughs> but in the end pick up your lights all jewels <laughs> can you really believe that you know no, obviously not. That's that's something that you should never believe. I can't. I don't know where my paper is, but I'm trying to find this so I can show you an example. Actually, maybe I can put it up on Discord. So, is there like somewhere on the paper where it says peer reviewed, and you can um, that? Or can yes, anyone well, just say peer reviewed? No, uh, it's so. If I were to go to you know the Journal of Wildlife and Conservation, Journal of Wildlife. Is that a mechanical keyboard? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if, if at the top of the paper, you know, it, it reads that you're in a journal, 
you're reading a journal, you can assume that it is peer-reviewed. You can assume that people have read it and looked at it. Mm -hmm. Basically, they have a ton of different issues of this journal. I think they're on they're on issue volume eighty four issue four, so they they have a lot. It's basically just a conglomerate of everybody's papers all put together, um, and that's what I think is really cool is that you have kind of a bunch of random stuff. So like, here's the top four. It's like African wild dog dispersal and implications for management, use of supplementary feeding dispensers for Arctic foxes. Wow. anthropogenic disturbance and population viability of woodland caribou in Ontario. So they just have a bunch of people's different um, papers all kind of lined up for you to read and look at what you want. Oh, they really study everything, man. Oh, dude, believe it. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> they really do. I had to write two papers this semester, actually. And um, one of them was about the abundance of waterfowl at a um wildlife refuge near me in, in Narragansett, Rhode Island. And um the other one was about phytoplankton versus temperature and abundance. So, you know, <laughs> I had to write a bunch of different stuff. But um basically each journal uses references from other people's work. So in your in your journal there's an introduction si section I mean, there's the abstract that comes first, which is basically just an introduction to what you're going to be talking about. Then there's a study area. You talk about your study, where you where you studied, your methods for how you how you collected all your data and how you analyzed it too. That's important. Um, how you analyzed it in Excel and took all your data together. Um, then there is the results section where you show your results and your graphs and everything, and then the discussion. And you talk about that and, and through all of that you're using references you reference other people's work this is how i know from the, you know re re and gotham at all whatever you know that's the citation format and people have tons of citations throughout their papers and it's so everyone really uses each other to to um gain the most information i think that's uh it's a pretty important part of science and and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you know, it's fact-checked over and over again. So when you say, I don't believe that this is the case, well, look at all the people that read it and said it was the case. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Now, say there's a, you know, something huge being debated in the media right now, right? Mm -hmm. How easy is it to find two different peer-reviewed papers supporting opposite sides? Um. Okay, so this is actually something that I, I actually we actually talk about too sometimes. Um, most of the time, um, when in terms of wildlife and in terms of what I do, most of the time, the reason that things differ from one another is because of the space that you live in, where you live, where you're doing your study. It's not because of the behaviors of the animals, because those are typically pretty similar, and you'd find those to be the same depending on the environment that, that they're living in. So it is sometimes, sometimes you can find differing uh, papers, but um, that's when you go to the people who are critiquing those papers and reviewing those papers, and you kind of have to make your own conclusions or do another study. Um, you know, science doesn't really stop. Okay. So you kind of have to keep digging at it if it's, uh, if it's a bunch of differing opinions. My face is so white on the screen, dude. There we go. I know that. <laughs> I know that feeling. Or is there like bias within 
the community, the scientific communities. There's a and lot of like, it and yeah. Yeah, how, how do you go about dealing with that, right? So there's a certain group of people that peer review each other who have a certain shared bias and another group who doesn't share that. Oh, bias. I, see that mean, I see what you mean, I see what you mean, okay. Yeah. Um, typically, I don't actually think there is bias uh, in that sense. Um, these people are, you know, scientists and as a scientist, you're supposed to try and be unbiased. Um, so in terms of people reading other people's papers in, you know, the Journal of Biology say, you're not gonna have people being biased towards a certain topic because as long as every topic has results and, you know, the methods to back it up, you're not gonna find that people really disagree with it unless you're running out ahead of your data. Gotcha, gotcha, interesting. Yeah, so wow. so I think, you know, running out ahead of your data is another thing that, that people talk about a lot too. And it's just kind of what that means is just collecting data and making assumptions based on them without having the full picture. Mm -hmm. So actually to, to um, go back to your other question, I just remembered that um, there were, so in, you know, Yellowstone, National Park, yeah. So there were actually two papers um, that differed. So there were most of the most of the studies in Yellowstone are about the wolves there now, um, because they were extirpated and now they're back. So there's a lot of elk and and, and um, other animals of that sort in that area, and they tend to eat a lot of the shrubbery and and, and stuff around there and don't let trees grow. So there's like cottonwood there and because the wolves weren't there um the trees were kind of not growing at all and they were kind of ruining the habitat but when the wolves came back people wanted to do studies to see do the wolves being there improve the habitat you know and there were two studies that actually showed different sides of it so one was you know the wolves didn't um really help but you you can't there's a lot of variables that go into it, you know, you, there's beavers there too, that also change the ecosystem a lot, you know, did the wolves impact the beavers living there? And so those two papers that differed were, were heavily criticized and heavily reviewed and people still don't know the answer. So a lot of times when you have a paper, you know, when you have a bunch of papers in review that are all saying different things, you know, people just have to keep testing. Gotcha. And that, that's what I find with a lot of the papers that I read, that there's just sometimes not a conclusive, there's not a conclusion every time, you know, and that's important as well. Oh, do you find that the media mostly uses um, these fully peer-reviewed papers or do you think they kind of pick and choose? Um, uh, honestly, I don't follow the media that much, but when I do, when I do see what people are talking about in the media, I look at it very critically. Um, I've learned to not trust anything scientific on, you know, something like Snapchat or Instagram that you see. <laughs> don't, don't ever like any, look, anytime you see that on, on those websites, it's probably to get you to click on it. It may have some weight to it. It may not. But the point is if you click on it, you shouldn't believe it at face value. I think that a lot of media platforms do kind of clickbait everything and so 
they know that their audience retention is kind of low. And so when you, when you read the first headline, it's like, Oh my God, you know, um, I don't know if you guys seen the Dodo or some or whatever, but, um, it's basically this animal, this site for animal, um, videos and stuff. And there was this video, it was like these two, um, butterflies, like this one butterfly saves the other butterfly and the butterflies were just mating, you know, it's, it's (laughs) stuff like that, that it's just ridiculous to, to believe that when you go online and it's, it it just blows my mind, you know, I I can't, I can't, I can't believe all those things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those, uh, those Snapchat things are annoying. Oh yeah. I hated them ever since they added (laughs) those. They're so easy um, to click into too. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. And they don't let you unsubscribe from them either. I kept trying to hit unsubscribe. Um, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna it's a UI right glitch or something. something. I'm gonna be and upset. It keeps showing back up every time I click unsubscribe. Like, yeah, it's stop. It's I don't want. This. I can't unsubscribe, dude. You're right. Oh wait, I, I unsubscribed, but it's still there. They they come back. Yeah, oh they come God. back in a while. Yeah. That's so sleazy, dude. Whatever. I have these meme accounts on here because I thought they were kind of funny before I got like tired of them and. Um, they basically make everything just look like something sexual is going on, yep. but it's not. <laughs> we should start doing that to get some click into this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and even stuff with political things, you know, mm-hmm. I, I look, I woke up and I looked at something today on YouTube. It was like a video. Um, people always take things out of context. It was like Trump finds Trump like proves or finds evidence that COVID was started in a Chinese lab. I'm like, I didn't even click on it, you know, because <laughs> when has Trump ever given us proof of anything? That's true. So you got to think, you got to think, you know, is this a reliable source? And, it, and it's really difficult to kind of discern that if you're not used to it. Um, and I, I think that's a problem with a lot of people is, is that they don't, they didn't have that lecture that I had, you know, that lecture really changed my mindset about everything. And I can't like cover everything that was in it because, you know, I, I got the key points out of it that I needed to, but I think that I wish that guy would go and give that lecture to basically everyone he could, because it really does help you understand the world a little bit better mm-hmm. in terms of what to, what to understand, what to believe and what to not believe. Sure. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Not, not belief let yeah. me let me that's a swear it's so word. hard to say it's so hard not to say believe you know it's like what to what to accept and what to not accept what to conclude and not conclude mm-hmm. there uh go. there you go there yeah. You go. so yeah um so not everyone is as savvy as us um for the whole pandemic most of my conclusions <laughs> i drew by myself on like paper and from like basically like a csv of like data um i didn't I barely watch the media. The most most of the things I watched for the media was like, is there an update for something that is more like a policy that's going to affect me? It's like state and stuff like that. But what is the? Do you have a trusted media source that you go to besides the academic papers? Um, besides the academic papers, yeah. Because uh, most people be aren't going to read through those, except we might because we're right, like right, that, right, right. To be honest, I actually don't really follow the media at all. But when I do, I really think I get it from a lot of different media sources, which is why I don't trust it. 
because gotcha. when I see, you know, Fox News says this, you know, and, and, and SNBC, I don't know. I don't know the difference what they're more leaning towards. But when I see both of them and they kind of say things that are a little different from one another, you know, I just know I shouldn't I should just go read another peer reviewed article. You know, it's yeah, like, no, I agree. <laughs> don't don't bother with it because like because the articles aren't tainted with opinions. Um, now, I'm not saying, get you know, news too. news articles aren't are all wrong. Yeah, yeah, I just I just don't trust the news. I don't trust the yeah. media really at all. Yeah, I, and that's here. just a decision I came to on my on my own. No, I, know, I, I, I completely yeah. agree. It's uh, there's a lot of just extra stuff you don't need. Yeah. Like, if you gave someone a graph of like, I don't know, we'll keep bringing it to the pandemic, I guess, because it's the most relevant yeah. science stuff. But you know, you could just give them that rather than having an opinion on how we might mm. have done things or whatever, because that's just a waste of. Knowledge. Yeah, I think opinions keep us from moving forward. Yeah, a lot of times. Oh, interesting. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I think opinions keep us from moving forward because honestly, um, in situations like this, the only thing you can trust is science. Yeah, no, everyone <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks they're gonna... an expert. Yeah, that's the what thing. What do you do? I check I check the worldometer stats twice a day. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Also, I, did I trust Worldometer. That's the good one. I, I did learn something um, the other day that um, I forgot who told me. Oh, I think it was my girlfriend's dad. Um, he said he said not to look at um, new cases when or deaths or anything uh, in terms of the virus when you're trying to figure out if it's dropping. You're supposed to look at hospital admissions. Mm-hmm. Uh, hospital admissions because those are the people that are really, you know, actually going in because they're sick because the more cases are going to show up when more people start getting tested, more people are getting tested every yeah. day because people are like, Oh, I'm sick. I should probably go get tested. And the testing is becoming more easy to easy to get. So it's, you know, it's kind of like looking at these figures every single day on the news is kind of pointless. I agree. You, know? you want that whole picture. Um, it's not going to help you Just stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, hospital admissions. If you're ever looking for a, a way to figure out if it's if it's lowering or not, there's also like a, a delay. Admission. So like you might see, yeah, like a thousand mm-hmm. cases now, or there's a delay with everything, yeah, especially for like because the death specifically. So someone's gonna es- die. A, well, yeah, especially because it, there's a lot of asymptomatic mm-hmm. people. That's why there's a huge delay in it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people point out just the numbers and they're like, oh, look, it's only this much. They like point out, oh, it's only 1 million. There's 300 people. It's one in 300. I'm like, no, it's not. We don't. That's 1 million people we know of. Yeah. Who knows how many million we don't know of. We're just completely asymptomatic. Right. I think, I think it was Sweden or Greenland. I don't remember. Someone did the random testing and sampling. And I think you're supposed to multiply by 10 to get the actual cases by so for, 10 so for every like one person who shows symptoms there's 10 people who are asymptomatic that could be wrong it might be seven i don't remember but uh hey man it was if like the a guy research. if the guy did the analysis and he yeah, wrote was... a paper about it i'll, I'll trust no, him. he did he did he did, he did. <laughs> there's, um, i i use those uh yeah i mean like one of the things i drew from conclusions was it was listing there was they were like listing like uh what will make you more fuck what's it called susceptible for like severe cases and it was listing like all these issues like heart disease this this and this and i'm like oh that's obesity 
And then suddenly there was a new like paper that came out and it was like obese people are getting hit by corona pretty hard. So Yeah. Hell That's yeah. the thing. I <laughs> science comes a long way too and and that we constantly hear about new things, but when you look back at them, those were sometimes wrong. You know how like the diets come back all the time and then they go away because people are like, "Oh, diets are unhealthy for you." Some of them are. But things constantly cycle through and and we look back through through the scientific record and you see that that things have changed so much yep because it keeps evolving it's not you know it's not stagnant it's not going to stop changing and it's not going to they're not going to stop finding new things string theory is a good example i noticed a lot of people have lost faith in science (laughs) because um they see that stuff is changing and because of that they're like oh they say one thing one day, one thing the next day. Therefore, I'm not going to believe in science. Mm-hmm. Well, so what's your thoughts on that? You could say that about anything, really. You know, if you look back, you know, we're not we're not fighting people with swords and pitchforks anymore. It's it's a lot different world now. Everything changes. They were doing alchemy as science, you know. <laughs> And we don't we don't take take that at face value anymore. You know, they were bleeding people out. They bled George Washington out to try and cure him, <laughs> and he died. You know, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, and, and the reason that the reason that people see it like that is just because they don't you don't you don't keep up with it. So you you lose track of things for a couple of years, maybe, and then all of a sudden something new out. It's like, oh, I saw I read a paper that was you know contradicting that earlier. Well, it's because someone did research on something else and it came out with better results. And that happens a lot, I think. Um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of people don't believe in, you know, medicine and, and stuff that people have worked their whole lives on. And, and I think that's kind of depressing. You know, people, people spend their entire lives doing research for medicine, for um, what else, you know, climate change, for example. Mm-hmm. And, and people sit there and they denounce them. And I said, well, well, what research have you done? You know, you sat there, you know, behind your computer typing comments into the YouTube, you know, talking about, you know, your GED and how that's helped you learn that the earth is flat. <laughs> it's kind of depressing. I feel you. I feel you. It is difficult as, as um, someone who wants to go into my discipline that, you know, seeing people like that who don't really care about um, climate change or anything that's going on around around the world in the natural world, because really we have everything to owe to the natural world. You know, evolution brought us here, um, in my in my personal opinion. Um, but you know, people just kind of take it with a grain of salt. I was uh, driving on the highway the other day, and this guy almost rear-ended me in, in his nice little tinted Audi. I pulls up next to me and then just throws a piece of trash out the window and speeds off. I was like, you know, can you just be a little human and stop? Just, just. God damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up the trash. <laughs> Although I, I said a few choice words towards him that I won't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I gave someone the finger on uh, Christmas Eve once. Christmas Eve, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude, for what? What did they do? I don't remember, but she did. She was like, like I was trying to turn into my street, but there was cars coming in, and then I saw her behind me. She was like, "Can you go?" And I'm like, I was just like, 
<laughs> Good times. Dude, you no, know, I was uh, I was going on right of the right of passage or no right of passage no the right of way. I had the right of way right. in this parking lot, and this uh, girl was pulling in from the other side. This was in Cape Cod like four years ago, and then she didn't see me. She kept going, but I I'm like I have the right of way. I'm gonna keep going, and then she almost hit me. Then she gets out of the car. And she's like, watch where you're going, you stupid retard Arab. I'm like, Holy oh, shit. That's insane. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's a hate crime. Wow. I've never had someone get out of their car before and yell at me. No, she just put her window down. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a Karen? And then, no, later she drove by and uh, she called me a term for, uh, I guess, an offensive term for gay people that starts with F. So it was a it was a Friend. racist Karen, racist. Yeah, it's a homophobic <laughs> racist Karen. Jesus Christ! Yep. Wow. Yep. We've come yeah. a long way, folks. <laughs> oh man, this make for a good story though. So well, hey man, <laughs> we we don't have to drive and deal with that crap as much, and and also the environment's doing a lot better now because of it. That's true. Yeah. Also, I want to ask about that, actually. How much better is it actually doing? What's the research on that looking like? So I actually haven't done enough research on that to tell you. But um, realistically, um, with all those cars off the road, it's a good good amount. The problem is not – you know, it's a good start that we're in in our houses right now. But as soon as the economy opens back up, as soon as we're ready to go out again, it's going to go back right back to normal. You know, wildlife is doing better now. Wildlife doesn't have as much um, stress on it. Um, my campus has a lot more wildlife on it. I know I walked through it. Um, you know, there's a lot more squirrels, a lot more deer you see in the morning right now because there's not disturbance. And that's good for them because they have a lot of problems through the winter. Um, but in terms of cars, in terms of C- CO2, I don't really think it's going to help that much. I think it's a good start. But when we go back to normal, um, just like there's a buffer between, you know, the time we see the case, the Corona cases and when it, what's actually happening. There's also a buffer in climate change. There's a buffer mm-hmm. in CO2. I don't know if you guys know a lot about that, but I had a class in um, freshman year about, it was called oceanography, one, two, three G. And um, it was about like, the G is supposed to be like a grand challenge course at my school. Mm. Basically just you, you do takes on modern topics and learn about them. So you know, there's a there's a there's a pretty decent buffer um, with the ocean and everything. Um, the ocean actually absorbs most of the carbon in the net, in the atmosphere, and then um, the atmosphere is also absorbing constantly. And so when we stop, there's still that there's still the carbon in the ocean that's slowly being released from what we've already um, released, you know, into the atmosphere. So the ocean keeps releasing even though we stop using basically so right, the, the okay temperature's gotcha going up. temperature's gonna keep going up and especially well now here's a here's an important thing though is that um um livestock um i don't know you, you guys know that the livestock you know when they fart dude oh yeah the amount of methane they release i think methane's like let me look this up i thought it was like 30 or 20 right mm-hmm, mm-hmm yeah. i think the cows man yeah fucking farting 28 times more powerful in in terms of the atmosphere so than carbon dioxide so methane is is um a really intense greenhouse gas and and 
So with the livestock, I don't know, um, livestock are kind of declining right now because people aren't able to take care of them. I don't know. I saw some article on like chickens being like extirpated from this, this farm. <laughs> but hey, if livestock go down, then that would help the environment a little bit too. Chickens are better, right? The cows are... Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So is it um, what they, they the cows eat that makes them mm, fart? Like, well, it's not what they it? eat; it's how they metabolize it. Okay, so like, so I think even I, if I believe... you did grass fed or anything, it's still like mm -hmm. okay. Oh yeah, it doesn't make a difference. Gotcha. But um, they're trying to use the methane from cows to like power something too. They I know they use methane from landfills to power to make some gas at some landfills. I don't know about ours around here. Zach, but yeah. How do you how do you collect the cow farts though? How's that? Um, I saw this one video of there was it was actually really weird. They had like a little porthole into the cow's stomach, <laughs> okay. like it was a glass porthole, and but you could they were collecting it from the stomach, so they had Ugh. something inserted in the stomach. It was it was actually kind of gross. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie that no, that I, wasn't I've seen that everything. Yeah, if, if the cow weird. can't digest stuff, there's like a cap. They take off and they like take it out. It's fucking gross. Uh, dude, just, that's just nasty. just eat chicken. It's a little better. I but I still eat burgers, dude. Yeah, me too. I had one last night. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about pigs? I really like bacon. I don't know a lot about pigs. Okay, I like bacon though. I know that fish. It's the lowest out of all fish. Oh god, yeah. So i'd like to tell everyone to start eating fish but at the same time we can't afford that you know sure i don't know how much you guys know about the fisheries and stuff mm -hmm. but america's done a terrible job at controlling the fisheries um there, there's this guy called the codfather the codfather. <laughs> i'm not kidding i'm not kidding they call him the codfather he basically there's there were these laws um that he circumvented and somehow gained a fleet of of fishing boats and was able to and just kept misreporting his catches, misreporting his bycatch. Bycatch is just a, a fancy term for what you catch that's that you're not trying to catch. Mm -hmm. So say you catch a swordfish when you're trying to catch cod, or there's some fish that you're not allowed to catch. The problem with bycatch is like, oh, bycatch laws, it's like you can't catch this fish, so it becomes bycatch. When you bycatch, it typically dies. So there's literally no reason for it. Mm. You know, it, it it typically dies unless you throw it back. But anyway. He was misreporting. Um, he had a whole fleet of vessels, and he was eventually taken down. But you know, we were too slow to sl to slow down that that overharvesting. You know, and 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 um, in the 1900s, we actually let these huge fishing vessels from other countries come in and take tons and tons of cod and 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 any fish you can imagine, tuna, and they just took it back. And now our fisheries are devastated. Damn. If you want to look at a good example um, of who did a good job, it's I think Greenland. Um, they they have very very healthy fisheries right now, and they're actually harvesting very safely, and and they're they're not actually gonna run out of fish like we are. What about the farm fish? Farm fish, okay. Sustainable farmed fish. See, I I have so many opinions about those because aquaculture is really important for sustaining the growing population mm -hmm. in terms of fish um because it is an easy way to grow them and also gmo i i'm a strong i'm a strong um advocate for gmo honestly 
Um, I know it doesn't sound right coming from someone who wants to like save the environment, whatever, because <laughs> they do they do impact the ecosystems around them in ways. Um, but I think GMOs are really important because they do provide us with that extra food. You know, they, they can make salmon bigger. Um, you know, they can make tomatoes bigger, whatever. So aquaculture is, in that sense, important. I don't think that we should be growing GMO aquaculture in the ocean <laughs> because a lot of times those fish escape and when they get into the um, they get into the environment those GMO fish actually um, are stronger um, how is it they're stronger uh, for females females want to see that you know the female fish will, will go after yeah, those they, they want that GMO they want that GMO, GMO energy it's big you know they want the GMO <laughs> energy the big GMO <laughs> energy okay. so so you get what I'm saying is that the genetics kind of change um, in in the wild which is something that i think shouldn't happen i think that's that's um the problem with the aquaculture but i do support um like filter feeders um in terms of aquaculture like mussels and oysters um so there's now, a lot what of are the dangers of gmo fish um in the environment why yeah why so is that a bad I mean, thing? they're they're just like a lot bigger they're slower too i think um they, so they do yeah we so by by providing or by releasing them or by them getting out they kind of disrupt uh, the population that they're going back to so say they say it's a salmon that goes to you know live with more salmon um it kind of puts a different genetic twist on their population um that's not necessarily natural and i think that um that's not I don't I don't think that's a good a good thing at all because it could yeah. salmon getting bigger over time say a bunch of them get out and salmon the next group of salmon are just bigger and bigger and bigger that actually kind of ruins their chances against their predators because the reason that the salmon are the way they are and the size that they are is because of how evolution helped them you know helped them um, doesn't really help anybody it's just kind of natural selection you know they're streamlined in the way they work is to get away from their predators. So as GMO bigger fish, you know, take over the population, the fish get bigger because of that genetic uh, difference. Right, get slower. Gotcha. Yeah. So it it could it could have an impact. I don't. Sh I'm not sure of the studies on it. Um, that's just my speculation. Gotcha. I'm not really sure of the studies though. Cool. At least yeah, oysters. Oysters good though. Like Oysters. Oysters. I, yeah, I fuck no. with just oysters. <laughs> oysters are good. I don't. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like them out in the water. Um, they're kind of just like lines just floating, yeah. of floating things, and there's rope coming down from them. There's typically a guy near us said he starts with three billion eggs, and he puts them all on the ropes, and they grow over the season. And I think that's good because they're filter feeders, so they clean the water, and you also get harvest out of them. So Hell there's yeah. a double, there's a double, uh, that is you the know. best thing I've ever heard. Eat more oysters. I'd, I'd Eat more oysters. <laughs> I would, I would fuck with that. <laughs> Eat more oysters. Dude. That's the yeah, title of sure. your, uh, your journalism. Eat more oysters. Eat more oysters. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh, wow. I was looking up pictures of oyster farms. 
They're cool. Yeah. I would definitely be an oyster farmer, dude. Dude, I, I'd fuck with you. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd do that. That'd be awesome. Supply you with some oysters. Fuck yes. Well, they're actually having a lot of issues, though, with um, in terms of um, how the water is changing. So they're actually losing a lot of their catch, um, a lot of their uh, harvest during the year. Yeah. Just because of temporal differences. I and, saw and, that. Yeah. When I was in Maine at uh, Acadia National Park, there was this like thing that I was reading. And we talked about how like the menus are going to change just because animals are, I think they're going that way. That's north, by the way. They're going somewhere. Animals are moving way. north, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lobsters especially. Lobsters that's, are moving north. That's a big fucking L. That's sad. Mm-hmm. I like I like me some shellfish. I want to eat any yeah, dirty, no. dirty Lobsters southern are moving fish. north. Because the water, you know, the water's getting warmer. It's sad. Down here. They like they live in colder environments, so yeah. Gotta get some ice cubes. And New England's losing its its fisheries. Very Oh fast. no. No. I don't like fish, so it's okay with me. No, <laughs> you don't understand. Fish is like the thing is the thing is the legislation the legislation just is too slow. You know, these fisher these fishermen are, are, are living paycheck by paycheck and they they really can't catch enough anymore and the legislation is just too slow to help them. I think there's a private solution. I don't know, man. Start bringing, <laughs> start bringing that into. I I don't think there is though because um, the government owns that water, so I don't really think you could get a. Uh, without the clearance of the government, you can get a private business in there, and like, gotcha. so no. Yeah, so the the I believe so three miles out from the coast of Rhode Island and and every state is owned by the state. Then the next 200 miles are owned by the federal government. Then after that, it's open sea. So, you know, like I said, we were actually letting fishes or fish. We were letting boats come in and fish in those 200 miles. So we decimated our own fisheries and now we have huge problems because of it. God damn it. Yeah. I was almost in marine affairs, which is um, basically just like marine law. So I learned a little bit about that too in the beginning of my uh, education at URI. I what what was, got uh, you into this field? Into the field? Yeah. Um, Why'd you choose going in here? I don't honestly. It's weird for me because I started. Um, I wanted to take AP Environmental Science in um, high school, and after that class, I just found that I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I thought that it was probably one of the most interesting things that I had learned about, you know, learning about the entire um, biosphere is just very cool to me. I, I, I find my most interest lies in uh, climate change, not really wildlife as a whole, but I do like certain species and I would like to work with certain species um, and try to rehabilitate and work with them at some point in my life. But realistically, as someone going to my discipline, I'm not going to have one job. You know, I'm going to be working. I'm probably going to have a different, a bunch of different jobs throughout my life. I don't know. You guys may have like two or three jobs. I don't know. My mom's had, you know, through her career, she's had like four jobs maybe, but she's worked mm-hmm. in the same discipline. Mm-hmm. I think that I might end up jumping around. Oh, I thought you were going to like kill yourself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 I'm like quarantine too long. Oh damn. Oh man. But yeah, I, I uh, just found interest in environmental science, and then um, I wanted to go into marine affairs, which was basically marine law, because I 
you know, could get regional tuition from it. A lot of it, it was a money thing to start with. And then I found that um, wildlife management was pretty uh, interesting to me as well. So nice. Let's go. And uh, for someone watching this or listening to this, what if, um, or just any layman, what if they wanted to, you know, fact check their articles? What's an easy way for them to start to be sure that what they're reading is the truth, you know, uh, something quick they could do? With, yeah, well, with one if change? Really, you know, if you're really interested in kind of making conclusions that you feel good about and that you can go, you know, explain to people in a way that makes sense. I just say use Google Scholar. Google Scholar is really important. And, um, you know, it is very easy to find peer reviewed uh, stuff. And you have to learn how to how to search properly. Google is like one of the most helpful things in the world if you know how to use it right. So, you know, search terms are very important. You know, you have to kind of fiddle around with your search terms. Excuse me. And I'm still learning how to do that myself. It's not something you learn in like a year or two because mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things that go into it. <clears throat> so if you're looking, for example, you know, for information on, uh, I don't know, give me a topic. I don't care. <laughs> octopus. Oh God. <laughs> so like, so you're looking for information on octopus. You want to, you want to kind of narrow your search, right? You want to learn about first the biology of the octopus, because that's important. Maybe you're, maybe you want to learn about um, how to conserve the octopus. There's a lot of search terms that go into it. And like, you know, if you're looking into how to conserve an octopus, right, you have to look at, you know, what they do during their day, what, you know, what issues do they run into during a day? How does climate change affect them? So you kind of have to read a bunch of different articles for that octopus in order to, you know, it, it's research isn't easy and I hate it. Honestly, it does take a lot of work. It does. It really does. It takes a lot of work and a lot of time, but if you find articles that you're interested in, it is very easy to read. Um, okay. and in terms of looking through those articles, just point out key terms to yourself, look them up if you don't know them. Um, and just kind of look at everything with a critical eye, even if it is a peer review, ask yourself questions throughout the paper, you know, um, what, for example, I had a paper that was, um, about sharks and mangroves that I read and it, it explained in the methods section that some of their transponders that they recorded their shark. Uh, so they were doing like sharks and what is their home range and stuff and how that relates to um, site fidelity, whatever. So some of their transponders didn't work properly. And I'm sitting there asking, you know, does this affect the data? How does this impact the data? And that's why they have those things in place. Put your methods in. Did something go wrong? You know, people can ask questions if it did. And so fact checking is always very good at asking yourself questions and just learning how to Google search. It, it's still something I can't talk about that much because I'm not very good at it yet, but it, it is difficult. Search terms are important though. So what about, I know Wikipedia has come a long way since it's mm. first started. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about you, <laughs> Okay. So Akash and I are big, well, I, I don't want to speak for Akash, but I'm a big promoter of Wikipedia just because it's in a way it is maybe peer-reviewed because a lot of people have to go through it what is your opinion on that as like a high level i wouldn't use it for like 
research and i wouldn't quote right. wikipedia but like as a high level for getting started i played a wikipedia speedrun with my girlfriend no no um honestly though i i think it I use it. It's a very good tool for background information. Um, I think that that's probably one of the most important things about Wikipedia is that you can trust it to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, it is a really easy search engine to use um, because there are all, are all those hyperlinks. If you want to learn more back backstories or do a speed run in it, <laughs> you can, you know, and it, it is good for background information. But if you're looking for anything scientific or further from that, I don't suggest it at all. Okay. Because that that I think that could be a little bias in, in what people are writing about. Yeah. You know, because I don't know I don't know how Wikipedia works though. How do how can just anybody write on it? I don't understand that. Well I think <laughs> Yeah, you can, I was testing it the other day. But you have to You don't even need an account. Oh really? no no dude, I uh change it. I changed the spelling of school to S C H O L instead of O O L and I pulled it up on uh, another tab and refreshed the page and it was updated instantly Ooh. i'm uh, maybe i gotta try on a new device wait wait do you have the page that this was on is it still uh, it's, it's gone it was like gone within a few hours Someone oh so maybe they do it. maybe it is checked yeah um There's yeah people are balance, checking it i don't so know how i don't know who's doing it though if you happen like to come it, in through the window where someone like you were to just randomly change a sentence and someone hasn't changed it back yet, then you might have yeah. problems. Yeah, because it's not instant for sure. Um, I don't know when exactly they change it, but I it's like it. a 15-minute time period. We could do a show on Wikipedia, like Wikipedia-ception. How does Wikipedia work? <laughs> Zach, do you think we could create a Wikipedia page for the show? Yeah. Probably could. We can. No one's Anyone gonna. A... I don't think anyone's gonna sack in a car. I mean, someone could shit on us, but like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, should try and sure. do that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe take an episode and try and do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd be a good one. So, how did the seasons work? How, how are you guys on season two? <laughs> it was. It was more of an organizational thing for us because we yeah. we have a schedule now for when we do things. So Friday is always a guest. Um, Sunday is my Wikipedia show. Uh, Wednesday's Akash's Wikipedia show. Monday, we were doing self-improvement, but we decided we hated that. So that's going to be like a situational thing. Like, an, I guess it could be like an ethics version of the show. Uh, Tuesday, we pick a random topic and do like questions from people. And Thursday is like business slash career development. So cool. All over the place. Yeah, I think every time we go through a huge change, we also like did the design revamp or something so every time we do something like that we're probably coining a new season it's going good though we're getting good good stuff yeah. on here diversity of knowledge uh ryan said the livestock crisis was not from an article it's a news story going around to make another shortage okay i have well i have no idea to be honest i i could take it honestly because here here's here's how that goes too because you know how the cdc originally was telling us not to wear masks and now they're telling now us they to wear are. masks. Yep. It's because they, they fixed the shortage for a bit, you know? So because there was a huge shortage. So they're like, don't use masks. And everyone's like, oh, don't use masks. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, the whole mask thing was like. So I can believe, enough. I can believe that, Brian, honestly. Yeah. I can believe that. That, that. That's not. Have you seen that video of all the news stations, like, opening with the same thing in, like, 
the same title on the same words they're, they're kind of like it's one of those videos where they put a bunch of news stations together like all saying the same thing at the same time it's oh yeah i haven't seen that i want to you should try and find that because it it's extremely automated like the news is is automated as hell dude fuck the media <laughs> they, they all opened with literally the same paragraph of, t of text wow I, I don't know what it was talking about, but I uh, I have to go back and look at it. It, it was kind of crazy. I think I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> nice. We should start our own <laughs> fucking. Uh, we should start our own media, a new one. Far reliable. <laughs> Every, everyone says the reliable media sources that like that's their that's their their, uh, <laughs> their motto. It's like oh the the only reliable news source, and now that's gonna be us now. The yeah. only reliable news source. <laughs> So we get a big check. Um, we'll turn follow from social media to just media. Oh, Brian saw the video that I was talking about. Journalism's cool, though, man. It's like, all right, it's cool. Like, yeah, that's it like a topic cool. for another day. But it's it's cool stuff. But Journalism I don't, cool. I don't like mainstream. Anymore. People get bad. I mean, journalists get a bad rep, but um, I think that some painted. journalism is very important. Yeah. Mainstream, they they want to make money. And I know. They're gonna do whatever grabs your attention. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why. And that's why the I'm thing I hate most is all they care about is right now because what gets their attention is polarizing people, taking it completely through the emotional route, just what everyone's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should you should take a day and talk about media, dude. It, it, it's a it's a it's one hell of a fucking can of beans, dude. You you look down like you can look at a news article. And and then look at the actual story, and it could be the title can be completely misleading. There, there's just back um, when um, they were having the race wars and whatever, like a couple a few years ago, there were there were people just everything. You know how all those like police officers were getting shot, and then mm -hmm. black people were getting shot, and then the media just pinned everyone against each other, and and it's just scary, dude, because. They just they just want to appeal to your emotions, you know. What the story is, what it is, or or not, you know. You can you can take a picture and make and make it anything. Fuck. It's 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 why I don't. <laughs> it's like predominantly why I don't watch the news. You know, it, we, it's insane. We should have a debate on this show. We should have debate night. We'll get all of our guests, and we'll just, <laughs> we'll have a topic, and Akash and I will watch. And we'll like moderate, and we'll just have everyone rip each other. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll just have popcorn. <laughs> yeah. I would really oh, like that. I, that I could think... be fun, dude. Get two people on opposite sides debating each other. Dude, we get yeah. a shit ton of people. Like we'll have it yeah, organized. But we we'll just rip each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. I dude, the media just splits people apart. I think. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest issue with it. Is that you know when when we're having these issues, especially with like black lives matter and stuff like that. And just the, the freedom of, of, you know, everyone wants equality, but no one gets it because the media tells us something's happening, but it's, you know, it's tainted. It, yeah. No one works together because everyone's against each other. That's why I have no political party now. It's because. Yep. They're all, still, we're all tainted. I still, I still haven't registered to vote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people would like attack you for that, dude. My friend has ah! got screamed at me before. Fucking calm he down. He screamed at me because of it. I'm like, dude, relax. Not voting is still. He's a like, choice. your vote matters. Your vote. I'm like, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But I don't. I don't care. <laughs>
You know, I mean, if I if I cared, see, the thing is, I don't feel like I'm qualified to vote because I don't care enough. I don't listen to en enough. Why? Why should my why should I vote if I don't if I don't listen to a single person, a single person, uh, a single candidate? That's you know, true. see, a lot of people don't have that self-awareness. The one thing I hate most is people who are, again, making completely emotionally based mm -hmm. votes. Right. Um, it's like no Trump. education behind it. What's that? You want to know how Trump's I voted? Well, how'd you do that? Did you drop, pick I, made a, a I made it like a little pattern. I just like varied between parties. I was like, I'll just distribute it. Fuck it. I don't know who yeah, anybody yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I have the right to vote, man. I mean, I, I have the right constitutionally, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think I, I should I should do it because I I don't care. I mean, I mean, I care to the point where, you know, it affects the environment, how these people are impacting the environment. But what they say doesn't necessarily happen. And yeah. that's why I don't listen to them. I don't know. I, I call me a, a Scrooge of the politics, but uh, you know, true love of your country is when you know its problems. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know its problems mm. though. See, we all say that we know the problems. I know. We, we all. We all think we're important. We're all just yeah. gonna die. Maybe when that. I'm older. Maybe when I know more, I'll vote. That's true. Just make patterns, dude. Patterns. Don't do yeah. I, I okay so i i vote on like so in mansfield there was like a election to like put a school a new school in mansfield mm. and I, I voted for that like i said i think i said yes like the wording was so confusing i had to like ask someone i was like what says what <laughs> that that's the so one you thing i voted, voted for. you voted for something i said i think i said build a school. how did you vote for that i'm, I'm registered in mansfield Oh, okay. So there was like... Why are you registered in Mansfield? What's in Mansfield? Yukon. Oh, yeah. I thought you were in... Um... I'm a resident of Mansfield now. Oh, okay. I, okay. I defected from... Oh, you Mary. defected from the... <laughs> oh, I just said where I lived. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, yeah. Well. Okay. Well, now that we've said right. away from the topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's uh, cool, we're, we're, uh, cool stuff. Oh, it's May 1st. We're at the last stretch. Um... Oh yeah, John. Thanks for joining us. Any, oh, any for last me. words? Any last words? Uh, just uh, be mindful. You know, <laughs> don't uh, don't don't take everything at face value, and and uh, try and try and protect the environment. Do your part. Use really reusable stuff. You know, reusable cups. That's the best thing you could do. Drive. Don't drive angry. Driving. Driving. Driving environmentally is important. You can do that. I put cruise control on a lot. You know, just anything you can do. <laughs> anything you can do helps so i, I put go. a plastic bag on the exhaust and then i throw the bag oh in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the plastic bag gets lost while you're driving <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding okay. yeah that's, i just that's like, put it. a hose in the exhaust and then feed it into the car and close up the window oh, so inf infinite energy yeah that's right. Yeah. that's right just be mindful that's all okay cool stuff um cool stuff man we definitely got to come back to like more of these topics so we just scrape the surface we'll, uh, yeah know. yeah we did i can definitely do um you know more research on them if you want to know yeah man i have to my discipline is like all about wildlife right now so I'm, I'm kind of rusty with the oceanography and climate change stuff because i took that freshman year i feel you but it's definitely a very important topic to learn it's important to understand the uh the earth yeah Cool, cool. Cool. All right. Oh, okay. oh gosh, you got to do the sign off. That's your job. Yeah, sure, I'll do the sign off. Well, 
guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you're watching right now, which I think it's only Brian or whoever watches later, you'll notice there's no social media thing at the top from this way. Because uh, we got to create the guest template for it. I'll put it but right anyway, here it's, uh, next time. If you want to listen to us, it's going to be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, a bunch of other random things. Um, and also Instagram at the Sack and Akash show if you want to reach out to us and follow us. And if you're listening to us, come check us out live at 9 a.m. from Sunday through Friday. So with that said, thank you for watching such listening, and we'll see you Sunday. Yep. The times might be different next week, but we'll we'll go over that. All right. Bye. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. Bye, everyone. Peace.